Hello, this is episode 42 of the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. My name's Ian Anderson Gray, and in this episode of the Confident Live Marketing Podcast, I'm going to be sharing what exactly is a live video streaming tool. We're going to go through what that is and all the basics. And I also wanted to let you know this is going to be a shorter podcast. There's not going to be a theme song this week, I'm afraid. Basically, I'm off to social media marketing world and this week has been a bit of a rush. So it's unedited. It's a quicker podcast, but it's going to be really good. See you in a bit. This is a Confident Live Marketing Podcast. Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray, helping entrepreneurs level up their impact, authority, and profits through the power of live video. Gain confidence in front of the camera, confidence with technology, and confidence with the content and marketing. Together, we can go live! Hello, it's Ian Anderson Gray on the Confident Live Marketing Show. This is episode 42. And in today's show, I'm going to be talking about what a live video streaming tool is. What exactly is one? Do we need one? Those are the kind of questions I'm going to be talking about today. And if you're watching live or watching the replay, or indeed listening to the podcast, I'd love to hear from you. So uh, pop it in the comments if you're watching live or the replay, or just get in contact with me. My email address is ian at iag.me. So in a few days on Friday, I'm flying off to San Diego for Social Media Marketing World. It is a bit of a mad week this week. I have to admit, there's been so many things happening. Preparing for my presentation, uh, preparing for something else that's happening at the event. There's a little musical. That's all I'm going to say. There's a little musical that's happening and uh, I'm involved in that. And yes, lots of other things. Obviously, just getting the, the podcast and all these live shows done before I go, because on Friday, this Friday, when the last week's podcast episode is supposed to be out, I'm in the air. And then the following Friday, I'm in the air. So I can't publish the, I can't publish the podcast. So it all needs to be done uh, previously to that. But I hope you're impressed. I have been sorting it all out. I've been batching everything. I've been really, really organized, which is fab. Anyway, it's time to announce our first sponsor, which is Restream. Restream is a tool that I'm really excited about because it allows you to multicast. That means broadcast to more than one destination at the same time. So if, you're, if your audience is not only on Facebook, but they're also on LinkedIn, you can use the tool and then stream that to Restream. And then Restream will then take that and take care of all that multicasting for you. Now, multicasting is something that I normally don't recommend for beginners. In fact, I don't really begin. Uh, I don't really recommend for beginners because it is quite difficult to do, and there are loads of issues with it that you need to think about. But I have to say, Restream does make it really, really easy um, to do. So, Restream, I would call it really. It's the complete multi-streaming suite for entrepreneurs. So it allows you to broadcast to many different destinations at the same time. And it also includes LinkedIn Live, Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Twitch, Periscope, and actually loads more. I have to admit, I have not heard of quite a few of these live video platforms that Restream streams to, but there's so many that it integrates with, which is great. So you stream from another tool to Restream, and then Restream will take care of that. Uh, or you could actually just use the simple broadcasting facility from Restream just by sharing your webcam for simple stuff. It's also got a chat facility, analytics, and a scheduler or scheduler, depending on how you pronounce it. 
Now, this chat feature is really cool because that allows you to track all the conversations, all the comments from all the different platforms that you are streaming to, which is awesome. And I've really been blown away by the analytics section. This shows your stream metrics. So this is maybe more the geeky stuff, but once you've gone live, you, it's really important to see, you know, how many people are watching, how long are they watching for? So you can see how many viewers, the number of watch minutes, new followers, and more. And they've also got another cool feature called the scheduler, which allows you to broadcast pre-recorded video live, which is awesome. So if you want to find out more about Restream, if you want to sign up for a free trial, and they've also got a free version of it as well, just go to iag.me forward slash Restream. That's iag.me forward slash Restream. So, this is episode 42. This is the answer to life, the universe, and everything, something like that. But um, yeah, today we're going to be talking about live video streaming tools. So I would love to know from you what streaming tools you have used, if any. Have you just gone live from your phone? Have you not gone live at all? Have you gone live from your computer? I'd love to know. Uh, we've got Chipmunk um, Chipmunk Media here. This is, it's Lisa, isn't it? Uh, watching on Periscope. I hate on Periscope that it doesn't give you names, but this is Lisa. Uh, so she says, I have restreamed, but yet to use it. You need to use it, definitely. So uh, this is basically part of an article that I published last week on the top live video streaming tools of 2020. When I go through the main tools out there in a huge amount of detail. In fact, this article is completely nuts. It is around 17 or 18,000 words long. Now that's not to put you off. It's the kind of article that you can just dip into and just extract the information that you want and then come back another time. I'm not expecting you to read the entire article. Uh, but yeah, let me just share this article now. I need to go on to the other page. So you can see this. So yeah, this is the article here, the top live video streaming tools of 2020. All you need to do is go to iag.me and you'll see it there. So obviously, if you're listening to the podcast, you won't be able to see this, but it doesn't matter because I'm just going to be going through the first part of this article. And if you're watching live, just let me know if you've got any questions, um, which would be great. So the first thing is, are you confused by all the options out there? Because there are so many different tools out there. And there are so many different platforms out there. I mean, there's Facebook Live, YouTube Live, LinkedIn Live, Periscope, and others. And maybe you're confused by how you actually broadcast to those channels and how you do it in the best way. There are pros and cons with all the different tools out there. Uh, but the first thing is really, you know, why do you need to use a tool? Why not you just go live from your phone? What are the advantages with that? So yeah, I, I think there are definitely some advantages in going live from your computer, which I'm going to talk about. So there are different ways of going live to those channels. There's going live from your smartphone, from your computer. Uh, maybe you're using a tool or maybe you're broadcasting natively. So that is directly from the Facebook app or directly from the YouTube app. And that is what I mean by a native, um, native way of, of broadcasting. But what on earth does all of that mean? Are you feeling confused? Well, don't worry. I'm here to help. So in this part, uh, this show, I'm going to just be sharing what it is, what it, a live video streaming tool is and what the difference between broadcasting between your phone and your computer is. So 
If you want to broadcast to a platform like Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitch, that kind of thing, you'll need an app. That's either the Facebook app or uh, through the, the web, Facebook web app, or you could use a third-party app. And this will take your video and your audio and broadcast that to the platform, which in turn will broadcast that to your audience. That's the big advantage with broadcasting. You're broadcasting to an audience. They are there to watch you and to interact with you. That's the other really, really important thing. So many of the live video stream platforms such as Facebook and YouTube have this facility built in to the websites or their mobile apps. And this means that you don't have to use a third-party tool. And it's dead easy. It's really, really easy to do that. But there are some platforms out there such as LinkedIn Live, and I'm broadcasting to LinkedIn Live at the moment. Uh, with those, they require you, or LinkedIn Live requires you to use a third-party tool. It doesn't, there is no built-in facility through the LinkedIn website to do that. So there are some big advantages and extra features that you will get if you use a tool. And obviously some platforms such as LinkedIn Live don't have that facility through the website. So you have to use a third-party tool. Carrie Eddins is here saying, um, have a lovely time, safe travels. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much, Carrie. Going to Social Media Marketing World very soon. A lot to do yet, has to be said. So these live video tools are sometimes known by fancy names. You may have heard of these live streaming video encoders or live video tools. I like to call them live video tools. But yeah, they technically are live video encoders. They take the video and stream it to your destination. So on a basic level, they take your video, for example, your camera or pre-recorded video and stream it to the destination, whether that's Facebook or LinkedIn Live. But it's quite an intensive process. So if you're going to use a third-party tool, you'll need quite a powerful computer or a computer to do this. Or if you've got a phone, then it needs to be a relatively modern phone. Otherwise, you're going to have some problems with that. So uh, definitely, definitely check that out. That's really important. So this is a warning now. We're going to talk with, this is a geeky warning because we're going to be talking about two geeky acronyms here, RTMP and API. Please don't switch off. Do not worry. This is, this is something that I think is really, really important for us to, to know about. I'll try and make it as painless as possible. So with, with, um, broadcasting to a live video platform, you've got a choice of broadcasting via the API or RTMP. So some services such as Facebook and YouTube allow you to broadcast directly through the mobile app. And when you do that, you don't really need to know how the magic happens. It just does. It's kind of like just driving a car. Most of the time, you don't need to know how the engine works. It, you just drive. But if you're using a third-party tool, such as the ones I'm, I've talked about a lot on the show, then you'll need to know whether you're going to broadcast via RTMP or using the platform's official API. So first of all, let's talk about RTMP. Streaming video requires a special type of connection, sometimes known as a protocol. And you've probably come across these protocols before if you're browsing your web. You've probably seen HTTP or HTTPS. Those are pro that's the protocol for the web. Streaming video uses a different type of protocol called RTMP, or you may have seen RTMPS. You don't need to know this, but this stands for Real-Time Messaging Protocol, and it was initially developed by Macromedia, which was then bought by Adobe. Adobe, very kind of themselves, have released a public version of this, which everyone 
can use, which is cool. So yeah, RTMPS is just a secure version of that where your video stream is encrypted. So people can't just sniff in and watch it. Um, you know, like hackers and things like that. So most live video platforms prefer the secure version RTMPS. So with RTMP, you'll need a special link. This is known as a stream URL, and you'll also need a stream key. This allows the third-party tool to connect with the platform's server and send the information. So if you're broadcasting to Facebook Live, they will give you a stream URL and a stream key. You pop that into your live video streaming tool, and then you can then send your stream to Facebook, and Facebook's happy. So when you use RTMP, you're just sending your stream to the platform. So they don't know, Facebook or LinkedIn or, or YouTube, they don't know who you are. And the tool isn't able to get information such as comments from the platform. So there's no kind of two-way conversations going on here. It's just you broadcasting stuff to the, the, the destination. So the tool can't create the live video post and you'll need to create that manually on the platform. So with Facebook, you'll need to go into Creator Studio or Publishing Tools, however you want to do it, and create the post manually that way. And also bear in mind that not all live video platforms allow you to connect via RTMP, such as LinkedIn Live. That doesn't allow you to do that at the moment. Okay, so that's method number one, RTMP. The next method is API. Now, you may have heard API used in other circumstances with social media or other tools out there. Most live video platforms such as Facebook and YouTube Live, they have an API, which stands for Application Programming Interface. This allows the tool to connect to the live video platform. Basically, they can talk to each other. So the, the platform knows who you are, and also the tool can extract different bits of information from from that. So you you can you can schedule your live video, you can schedule your Facebook lives and your YouTube lives from the tool, which is cool. And you can edit and delete the post. And potentially you can also retrieve the live comments, which is cool. So I can highlight comments on the screen, which I've been doing on the show. So this makes it a lot easier for you to control your live videos from the tool. Now some tools only allow you to RTMP, such as OBS Studio. So you need to use, you, you can't uh, connect to Facebook Live and, and YouTube Live using uh, the API. You have to use RTMP. But some of them, such as Ecamm Live and StreamYard and vMix, they allow you to connect properly using the API. So let's talk about going native. Let's talk about going native. So with going native, this is all about going directly from the mobile, the smartphone app or through the web app. So some live video platforms allow you to go live directly from their app. And this means that you don't need to use a separate live video tool. Facebook, for example, allows you to broadcast live from the web app or the mobile app, which is cool. The web app allows you to share your webcam and your microphone, or you can share your screen, but you have to make a decision right at the start. You can't do switch between the two at the moment at least. So just check that out. The mobile app, the Facebook mobile app is really powerful and it's great for just going out and about. Uh, it's really powerful, but the features that you get will depend on really what the Facebook gods have given you. They, everyone seems to have different features and it also depends on whether you're using iOS and Android. So for example, on Android, 
you can do Facebook Live audio, but you can't do that on iOS. And there's a few extra features you get on iOS to do with um, flipping the screen and things like that. Um, also, you get some extra things like f special filters and effects. You can flip your image, uh, flipping the camera, all that kind of stuff. YouTube has a similar feature, a similar facility. So everyone can stream live from their computer using the, their webcam um, on, on the web app, the YouTube web app. It's really, really simple to do. But only people with over 1,000 subscribers will be able to broadcast live from the mobile app, the YouTube mobile app. Weirdly, I have over a thousand subscribers, but I still don't have that facility. So let me know if you have that facility. Having said that, I'm not sure I'd use it. I'd prefer to go live to YouTube from my computer. Okay, let's look at the difference between broadcasting from your computer or from your phone. What are the advantages in broadcasting from your phone? And I'd love to know from you, do you prefer broadcasting from your phone or from your computer? Let me know. So big advantages with going live from your phone is that first of all, it's really quick and easy. It can give a more raw and authentic feel. And it's interesting because yes, you know, you can, you can, um, sometimes it's really, you want to make a really professional looking stream, but sometimes that can put people off. If everything is so slick and it doesn't have that raw and authentic feel, it actually puts people off. So yes, if you use a mobile sort of smartphone, it's, I think it can give that more raw and authentic feel, which is cool. So yeah, check that out. Also, it's great, really easy for outside broadcasts. So if you're giving a tour, if you're walking about, then obviously you can do that with your smartphone, whereas you can't really do that with your computer. But there are some disadvantages with going live from your phone. First of all, you can't schedule your live broadcasts in advance. To me, that's quite a big deal because I want to let people know I want to promote my live videos in advance. You can't bring in remote guests onto your live show. You used to be able to do that on the Facebook mobile app, but they've taken that away. Uh, it is technically possible on Instagram Live, by the way. That's the, the one difference here. Uh, so you can bring in a guest on Instagram Live at the moment, at least. You can't highlight comments on the screen uh, so from your viewers. So that's a big disadvantage And using your smartphone. You can't share your screen as well as show your camera. You can't save a recording of your live video in a high quality format. So you can download it from YouTube or Facebook afterwards, but the quality doesn't tend to be as good as uh, when you save it you, from a live video streaming tool, like a third party app that we're gonna be talking about in another show. You can't switch between different cameras and you can't play pre-recorded videos or audio into your live video. So if you've got something that you prepared earlier, you can't then just switch to that in your live streams. So yeah, just, just think about that when you're making that decision of whether to go live from your phone or whether to go live from your computer, because there are some differences there between the two. So yeah, let me know what you think about all of that, because uh, there are some big advantages and disadvantages um, with those things. So it's time to bring in my next sponsor, which is Content 10X. Content 10X are awesome. They've been sponsoring the show pretty much from the beginning. And they are an amazing, an amazing company. They are content repurposing experts. They follow, provide a full end-to-end -end content repurposing service. So for example, you go live, you do an amazing show, you've shared so much 
cool information. You press the end broadcast button. And what would normally happen is it would just sit there on Facebook or on YouTube kind of gathering dust. Yes, you can promote it and you can potentially get more comments afterwards. But with content repurposing, you can take that piece of content and explode it across the interwebs in a plethora of different types of content. And that's what Content 10X does. They have a service that will take your live videos and then afterwards will turn it into a podcast, into a blog post, into social media images, infographics, all that kind of stuff, which is awesome. So that you can concentrate on growing your business. So if you want to find out more about how to do it yourself, they've got so much information on their blog. Just go to content10x.com. They've also got a podcast. So just search your favorite podcasting app for the Content 10X podcast. And they've got a book. So Amy Woods has written a book, the Content 10X book. Just again, go to content10x.com and find out more about that. So you can find out how to do content repurposing yourself, or you can hire Content 10X to do it for you. So you can focus on growing your business and let them do the heavy lifting for you. You're, You're listening, listening to the, to the Confident, Confident Live Marketing, Marketing Podcast, Podcast with, with Ian, Ian Anderson, Anderson Gray. Great. So I did say that today was going to be a shorter show than normal. And that's basically because uh, I'm going to content content marketing world? Social media marketing world is what I meant to say. So yeah, uh, there's been a lot happening this week. And that's one of the reasons why I basically did what I recommend people don't do and went live without really telling people that I was going live. So I did send an email out to my newsletter, but it's all been a bit last minute today. Okay, so let's talk about the next bit of this, which is which are the eight categories of live streaming tools. So I'm going to talk into more detail about the different live video tools in another episode. I have already talked about it in the past, and I have mentioned lots of different social media, live video tools, I should say. But I wanted to go through the different categories of live video streaming tools, because they're not all built the same. So the first one I've already mentioned are the native mobile apps. So Facebook, YouTube, Periscope, Instagram, and Twitch, they all have smartphone apps that allow you to stream directly from your phone, from your smartphone. They have inbuilt live streaming. The exception to that is LinkedIn Live, which doesn't have that facility yet. And actually, Instagram Live, the, the, at the moment, the only way to broadcast to Instagram Live is through the native mobile app. There is no other way to do it. Well, there are ways, but you'll be breaking the rules and you could get banned off Instagram. So don't do that. So number one, native mobile apps. Number two are native web apps. So similar to the mobile apps, but obviously this just works through the browser. These are the official web apps from Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. They all allow you to stream via the web through their websites. Uh, and I meant, as I mentioned before, Instagram is the exception there because it's only mobile only. LinkedIn at the moment doesn't have the facility on the website yet, so you'll have to use a third-party tool for that. Number three is a special type of tool, is a third-party mobile-only app. And really, there's, there's one main tool in this category, which is Switcher Studio, which is an awesome tool. So if you want to broadcast from your smartphone or create a mobile live video studio, you're not just stuck to the native tools, and you don't just have to use web, uh, you know, actually desktop apps. You can go live from your phones, from your smartphones. 
And actually Switch Studio is a service that's designed particularly to work, specifically to work on your mobile or your tablet. So other types of tools out there allow you to broadcast from your computer and they can use your smartphone's camera or allow you to share your, your phone's screen. But if you want a truly mobile solution, then Switcher Studio is the one for you. It's, it's, it allows you to build a mobile-only live video tool. At the moment, it's iOS only. You need to have some uh, iPhones and iPads around. And if you want to hear more about Switcher Studio, then if you just go back to an earlier episode and I had uh, Mark Gareth on to talk about Switcher Studio. It's an awesome tool. So the next one is the next category of live video streaming tool are the third-party web apps. So I mentioned that you could stream to Facebook and YouTube through those web apps, but there are some third-party live video services out there too. And these run in your browser, whether that's going to be Chrome, Firefox, Edge, Safari, or Brave. This means that you don't need to download any software and they tend to be pretty easy to use software. And the, these are the, the best ones really to start with as a beginner. They're just really, really easy to use. Many of them are pretty feature rich too. So they will allow you to highlight your audience's comments on the screen. LinkedIn Live being the, the one where you can't do that at the moment. They haven't got the facility to do that. But um, you can also bring in guests remotely and you can even save your video for later, which is great for content repurposing. So the sponsor I mentioned, Content 10X, they can actually take that video and then repurpose that into different types of content out there. But um, they're never going to be as feature rich as a dedicated live video tool, which I'll kind of come on to in a bit. But the big advantage, or one of the big advantages, is that you can bring in guests, remote guests, in really, really easily. You just give them a web link and then they can jump on the show. They don't need to download anything. It's really, really cool, really, really easy. It just works in the browser. And they're also cross platform. So whether you've got a, a Mac or a PC, a Chromebook, or even Linux, it doesn't matter. Uh, these will work in all of those. So examples of those include StreamYard, BeLive, and Lightstream. So those are third-party web apps, and those are really good ones to start off with. If you've got any questions on these and you're watching live or the, the replay or the podcast, just pop them in the comments or send me an email to ian at iag.me. The next category, number five, are video conferencing and webinar tools. So I think most of us have gone on a webinar at some point. There are different platforms out there, different webinar platforms out there, uh, different video conferencing platforms out there. So examples include Crowdcast and Zoom, but there are loads of others out there. But I mentioned Crowdcast and Zoom because they also have live video streaming built in. So video conferencing tools are designed for virtual meetings. Webinar tools are designed for, well, for webinars. So if you want to live stream your meeting or webinar to Facebook or YouTube or, or some other destination, then using Crowdcast or Zoom is going to make that really, really easy to, to do. It's just really a simple click once you've set up your Zoom or your Crowdcast uh, call, uh, video, webinar, whatever you want to call it. It's dead easy then to broadcast that to Facebook or YouTube. But because these tools don't primarily focus on live streaming, the live video element can be pretty basic and, and certainly the visual aspects of it. Most of these tools also, and this is one of my pet hates, they add their brand as a watermark. And uh, that is even if that's when you pay for it, it's, it's actually 
difficult to change it even if you want to pay to remove it. So you, you, you aren't able to add, uh, change the layout or add your own branding, highlight comments, that kind of thing. But for simple broadcasts, they're really, really cool. Really def definitely a good thing to do. So the next one, number six, are the dedicated desktop apps. And this allows you to kind of raise things up a little bit more and create a more professional broadcast because these run directly on your PC or Mac. They need to be downloaded and installed on your computer. Dedicated apps like Ecamm Live for Mac or vMix for PCs are focused on specific platforms. So vMix only works on PCs, Ecamm Live only works on Macs, and they tend to get the best out of their platforms because they've been written specifically for that platform in mind. But you can get cross-platform apps as well. So if you switch between a Mac and a PC, get a cross-platform app. So dedicated apps, they often give you more control over your live video streams, such as changing the layout, switching between multiple cameras and microphones, bringing in pre-recorded video and more. You can add loads of different layers. But because of the powerful features, you'll need a pretty powerful computer. So it kind of depends on, on the tool, but in general, you'll need to get a, a fairly powerful computer. Some of the dedicated apps out there allow you to save a high quality version of your live stream. And they also do some more advanced features like uh, offer green screen. Uh, some allow you to highlight the comments on the screen, although not all do that. Some require you to use extra software. And it's the same for guests. Sometimes you'll have to uh, add, download some extra software and it can be a little bit more fiddly. But dedicated apps allow you to do so much more than other types of tools. And it's definitely worth checking out. Number seven, restreaming services. So many tools will allow you to just stream to one platform at one time. So you can broadcast to Facebook or YouTube or LinkedIn. But some allow you to stream to more than one platform at the same time. That's called multicasting. So if you use a restreaming or multicasting service, it will take your stream and broadcast it out to many platforms at the same time. The big advantage with this, and I've already mentioned Restream uh, as the first sponsor on this show. The great thing about that is that you don't need a mega, mega powerful computer. You don't have to stream two or three streams at the same time, because that is going to completely explode your computer and your internet bandwidth. Um, and it also means that you can stream from a tool that doesn't have multicasting built in. So for example, you could stream from OBS or Wirecast or Ecamm Live from, uh, from, uh, to, to the restreaming service, and then that will take that and multicast that out. So loads of different services out there. I've mentioned Restream, that's a really cool tool. Uh, my friend Jeff C, who was here at the start, he uses a multicasting service to stream from vMix for all his shows, which is awesome. And then the final one, uh, the final category of live video streaming tool is actually more to, to hardware, it's, it's gear. Uh, so there are hardware-based tools out there that allow you to create your live video broadcasts. So some of them, are mobile, so you can go out and about, such as the Live U Solo. So this actually will allow you to broadcast on the move, which is awesome. Some are portable, so some are less portable, um, but still portable, such as the 4K camera from Mevo, uh, and that actually has the camera built in, allows you to do different uh, 
different camera angles, which is really cool. They have the Mevo and the Mevo Plus. And then there's also other tools, other gear, like the Epifan Webcaster X2, which is a streaming box that has HDMI and USB input. So you can plug in your HDMI camera or a USB webcam, that kind of thing, and microphones. And, and then, of course, you can get some very high-end dedicated live streaming boxes that will do some really cool stuff. Um, but that's for the more high-end professional broadcasts. So there we go. Um, that's all I'm going to talk about in today's show. In a follow-on follow podcast episode, I'm going to talk about the differences between the live video services. And I'm also going to go through the different, um, different live video tools out there as well, because there are so many. Um, so that is it for today. I hope you found that interesting. Let me know which tool you're thinking of which category of tool you're thinking of using, whether it's going to be a web app or just from your smartphone or whether you're going to use a dedicated tool. I'd love to know from you. But until next time, I encourage you to level up your impact, authority and profits through the power of Confident Live Video. See you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray. Be sure to join the community at iag.me where you can continue to level up your impact, authority and profits through the power of live video. And until next time, toodaloo.